to the, the Red Pill Sports Podcast. Combating woke geeks takeover of sports. Red Pill Sports Podcast. Sports and All right. Welcome to the Red Pill Sports Podcast. All right, we're going to start back now and try to give it a start. I, I hit the pause button, so we're going to recast, all right? So welcome to the Red Pill Sports Podcast. We're thankful that you joined us today, and uh, we're going to have a great time on here. I'm still getting this uh, this uh, intro. I have a little trouble with my controls uh, here, and so... Uh, Anyway, we're here, and uh, I'm Donnie Copeland. I'm your host. I'm so thankful to join you uh, that you've joined me here tonight. And, man, our show is growing. Welcome to the folks in Cameroon. We have uh, a great group uh, in the Cameroons. We have people in Brazil. We have people here, of course, in the United States uh, more than anywhere else. We're so thankful that you guys joined us, and uh, just wonderful to have each and every one of you. Uh, This is a very unique podcast uh, it's very different than a lot of the other podcasts that you would uh, take in. We don't do much sports news and scores and that type of thing because you can get that pretty much anywhere. Uh, so what we try to do is focus on things that you're not going to get or at least maybe not to the degree you're going to get it here at the Red Pill Sports Podcast. And uh, got some new features we've been working on today. And uh, I'm really, really excited about them. I can't quite tell you about them right now. Also got a new uh, sponsor, uh, but there's a, even a twist of that. I'll tell you about that here in a little bit as well. So again, I apologize for uh, the that's two weeks in a row. I've had some trouble with my intro, but you'd have to see my setup here and what I'm working with uh, to fully appreciate what I'm doing here. Uh, and then I'm not the sharpest knife in the drawer either. So, you know, all that being said, hey, uh, we're doing what we can, but I'm thankful that you have joined us and we're going to hang out and have a good time uh, here tonight. We are brought to you by Red River Auto. Uh, Red River Auto is a uh, actually a chain of dealerships. And not only is it a great chain of dealerships, it is a great chain of dealerships that uh, support what we do here. And that's what makes this so super. Uh, they are just phenomenal, uh, phenomenal people. And so uh, I want you to, uh, I want you to support Red River Auto. And thank you for the way you've been supporting Red River Auto, the way you've been supporting uh, also uh, My Pillow. Uh, and uh, I've got a new sponsor I want to start off with. Uh, to, uh, I mean, finish up with here tonight. Uh, but there's a real catch to that, and we'll have a lot of fun with it. It'll be, it'll be good. But I'm I'm thankful that you've joined us and that you're here, and uh, we're I'm trying to get this straightened out here. So, bear with me. And for those who are listening on the podcast, they're like, "What are you trying to do?" But I'm on Facebook as well, so that's what's going on. So, uh, Red River Auto. Let me tell you the story real quick. Then I want to get into a couple of observations about uh, the uh, about the NBA. Uh, I have a confession to make, and one of those confessions uh, is uh, that I'm actually enjoying the NBA playoffs. I, I didn't watch any NBA all year long. I just it's insufferable. Then all of a sudden, the playoffs start. I'm really enjoying it, and I think the reason I'm enjoying it 
Uh, and maybe, maybe you're the same way, maybe you're not. But the reason I'm enjoying it is because they're letting them play one. They're not whistling everything. They're not uh, whistling every time somebody breathes on one of the stars. They're not, you know, with Curry. Last night, uh, the Sacramento Kings actually got to play defense against uh, Steph Curry. Now, Steph Curry is a phenomenal player. Uh, from what I understand, he's a pretty good dude. I think he's pretty liberal, but that's probably for the bulk of, of those guys as far as that goes. But, you know, during the regular season, it's not just Steph Curry. Uh, it's it's all of them, but you can't hardly breathe on them without them uh, uh, calling a foul. And you certainly can't drive the basket and and uh, or defend them when they drive the basket uh, without a foul being called. So kudos to the referees. And you have to think about it. Not only is this a huge adjustment for uh, the referees, uh, it's also a huge adjustment for the uh, for the players especially, but also for the referees because referees are having to call a game like they hadn't called it all year. The players are actually having to play defense, so it's like they just turn it on at the end. So uh, pretty fascinating. It's been a lot of fun. Been watching it. Uh, I'm trying to get this camera the right angle, so we'll we'll see if that works. But um, but anyway, we're just thankful that you joined us. Uh, you saw where Dan Snyder has a uh, a agreement in principle, uh, and of course they finally forced him out. They finally did what they wanted to do. Um, I've got a editorial about that, but I got a special surprise for you. We'll probably do that next week. I had to try to have it ready for you tonight. Just wasn't able to quite get it where I wanted to get it. But we got a, a wonderful new segment we're going to be doing. Uh, Lord willing, every episode, and you're going to absolutely love it. In fact, I think it'll probably become uh, the very highlight of the show, even though it'll be a short editorial, uh, the uniqueness of it. And I don't think there's another show, I was telling uh, Robin today, I don't think there's another show that will be doing what we're going to be doing. So looking forward to it, and I uh, can't wait to tell you about it. I wish I could tell you about it right now, but... Uh, I uh, probably need to hold off on that. It'd be better for you to actually experience it than just hear about it anyway. Plus, I want to get it the way it needs to be. So, again, thank you for joining the Red Pill Sports Podcast. Man, we're building a we're we're building a great following. We're building. I'm just enjoying this. Robin said this today, uh, and Robin and I have a business together. We work together. Uh, she is my uh, assistant there. Uh, at the church, and then we actually do a lot of business together, have a publishing company uh, together. By the way, <coughs> excuse me, if you are, uh, have you ever wanted to self-publish, uh, uh, give us, give, drop me a note, uh, just go to copeland.donnie at gmail.com or uh, in my Twitter feed, at Donnie Copeland, or hit me up on Facebook at Donnie Copeland, Gab at Donnie Copeland, Truth Social at Donnie Copeland. Uh, and hit me up or go to My Red Pill Sports uh, at My Red Pill Sports on Twitter. Make sure you follow uh, uh, us. Make sure you share the show. Uh, but if you have ever wanted to produce, man, I want to write a book or I've got a book that I've always wanted to write, uh, let us help you. We Not only will we, uh, you know, we can take the whole project and do all of it for you, uh, we've done uh, probably... Uh, I think we're doing right now. We've got two books uh, that are actually on the table that are, you know, that actually are headed to print. They're in different stages. We got another book that's almost finished. 
The writer's almost finished with it. We talked to today. So that's the third one. No, we got a fourth one. So we've got uh, four that are actually, three that are actually in the process of being printed um, at various stages, editing, uh, cover design, whatever. So all that being said, we can help you. We can help you with uh, doing that. Maybe you got a friend. Maybe you got somebody that always wanted to, uh, to write a book and they've got ability. Uh, we've got everything from co-writers to ghost writers to editors. Uh, we can do it all for them, and we love it. And uh, we'll we'll be more affordable than anybody out there. Uh, and not only will we be more affordable, uh, we'll give you service like you've you've not had. We make it easy. If you need to pay it out, you can pay it out. It's not all at one time. So we our main goal is to help you make your dreams come true at Purpose Publishing. So Purpose Publishing. And uh, you can hit us up on Facebook. Uh, we're getting a website. We just honestly hadn't stopped to do that. So anyway, uh, hit us up, and we would love to help you there. So we just, I, I, and I love is, uh, especially just creating things from, from out of thin air, so to speak. Um, and, and I'm really enjoying this podcast because, I mean, we started with zero. I looked the other night. We're, we're almost to 370 downloads. Uh, in just a few weeks' time, uh, and that's not a ton, but it's it's a lot of fun. I'm really enjoying it. And tonight we're going to be talking about Babe Ruth versus Otani. And uh, again, we're brought to you by Red River Auto. Red River Auto is that uh, huge auto uh, family of auto uh, dealerships. They have new and used. Uh, Mitch Ward is the owner. He's a young, super conservative, super good and godly moral guy you will love doing business with these people uh no matter where you live maybe you guys in the cameroon maybe not but anybody in the u.s uh hit them up at least in the 48 hit hit up red river tell them hey i heard you guys on the red pill sports podcast doc washburn uh and you're going to be glad that you did they will treat you so well and uh, go to redriverauto.com. They came to us and said, look, you guys are conservative. We want to do business with you. Man, you can't beat that. In this time of everybody being woke and everybody trying to appease uh, a small group of people that are so liberal, their their brain is shifted so far left, it won't hardly stand in their head. Thank God for people like Mitch Ward and Red River Auto. So, uh, so let's dig right in. We're going to be talking about Babe Ruth and uh, Shohei Hatani, and uh, if you've been living under a rock and you don't know who Shoha Hatani is, or maybe you don't know who Babe Ruth is, if you don't know who Babe Ruth is, you probably listen to the wrong show anyway. Uh, but uh, and that's that's a joke. We don't care if you how much you know about sports here. Uh, we got a lot to learn ourselves. Um, but Shoha Hatani is a young man from Japan. Uh, and uh, came over and really took the league by storm last year and uh, is doing phenomenal. And he is actually called uh, the Japanese Babe Ruth. Is, is his uh, nickname is uh, the Japanese uh, Babe Ruth. So, uh, but what I want to do, because there's, there's a lot of talk about uh, Shohei, and when I saw Shohei play in the World ba- uh, ba- uh, Baseball Classic, uh, I thought, man, uh, you know, because, I mean, think about it. 
When you see pictures of Babe Ruth, Babe Ruth looks like a Coke bottle. And, I mean, he looks like me. He, he's real big in the middle. He's got a little head, little tiny legs. He's got this big, blousy uniform. He doesn't look like an athlete. And then Shohei Hatani looks like a Greek god. I mean, Greek god. He's, he's sculpted. He's, he's just this massive guy who, who can run like the wind. And then you got Babe Ruth, who he looks more like, I don't know, you know, he he's a welder or uh, I, I don't know because I don't want to disparage anybody. Not that welders look, you know, chubby or whatever. He just looks like a, a guy you just pull off the street. He doesn't look like a world-class athlete and could be the greatest baseball player that ever lived. Now, here's one of the most fascinating things about Babe Ruth was Babe Ruth was – as good a pitcher, and that's that's where the comparison comes in. You say, well, why? You know, there's a lot of guys played overseas. A lot of guys are big. Um, so why the comparison between Shohei Otani and Babe Ruth? Well, it's because it's the first time in 90 years that somebody was actually drafted or picked for a team uh, or acquired, I guess is the word uh, in this case, Um that actually, they were actually uh, acquired for their hitting and for their pitching. It just doesn't happen. Now, that was not only common; it was it was normal uh, in days in in the past era of baseball that uh, all the pitchers hit. There, there was no specialization. You certainly didn't have guys pitching four innings, and then you have you know a combination of four or five people three or four plus the starter that complete a game, that just didn't happen. You know, if a guy's arm fell off or he, you know, fell out or something, heat stroke or something, they may bring somebody in. But it's a different time. And I'm not, you know, it's a spe- specialization. It's much like, I, I, I liken it to when you, um, you know, go to a doctor and you, uh, you know, you go for your, your heart when you go to a cardiologist. Uh, but you don't go to the same doctor for everything that you do. And so it is with uh, pitching. Now, everything's specialized, not just baseball, not just medicine. Everything has become hyper-specialized. And so you got to go to 10 different people for everything going on with you. Well, uh, in Babe Ruth's time, 90 years ago, uh, Babe Ruth was this um, just phenomenal, phenomenal pitcher and uh, hitter. And that's what we're going to talk about. And, and when, I'll just be honest, when I first heard, and I heard somebody kind of mocking it because they said, okay, Otani, and when you look at him and you watch him versus Babe Ruth and you got the, the video of Babe Ruth and he's, you know, it's it's real jerky and he's clumping around. And like I said, he's he looks like a... Uh, a level because he's got the bubble in the middle, little head and you know pretty big head actually, little skinny legs, big uh, belly, and you think, man, you know, uh, he was an athlete. No, not just an athlete, one of the best to ever play the game. A uh, lot of ancillary factors that we won't get into tonight, like the size of ballparks then versus now, uh, pitchers. Pitching entire games versus now, although I alluded to it, we won't dig a lot into that. But I just have to be honest with you, when I first 
started hearing the comparisons, uh, the first person that did it said, right, look at Shoha Otani. Look at Babe Ruth. Look at the condition now. Look at back then. And I'm like, okay, that's a great point. I, I, you know, I don't see how you could even compare the two until I started reading. And, and, and quite honestly, I'd never really read Babe Ruth's statistics. And it blew my mind. And, and so I think you're going to love it. So let's, let's start off with Babe Ruth. Now, most of you that are sports fans, you'll know this. Babe Ruth hit 714 home runs. Uh, now, what you probably didn't know that I didn't know. Now, some of you are much. Uh, I got a great uh, friend, and, and he's a super historian baseball. In fact, we tried to have him on, I think, one of our first uh, shows, and uh, we couldn't get the technology to work, so we're going to have him on uh, and uh, and make it happen. But... What you may not have known, yeah, Babe Ruth hit 17, 714 career home runs, but he also had a 342 career batting average, not a season high. And he didn't play six years. He, he played, I believe he played 22 years. I'm almost positive. Babe Ruth played 22 years. That, that, that's unbelievable. Um, now, uh, so 714 home runs, 342 or 342 career batting average. Uh, now that's that's impressive. So he hit for power, he hit for average, but let's talk about his pitching. Okay, uh, in his career as a pitcher, and he didn't uh, the he he played for 22 years, but I think he only was a pitcher for probably seven or eight nine years. He got older. Uh, and the game had started to change a little bit, so he started playing the outfield. Probably had a pretty good throw to home plate, you'd think. So listen to this uh, this uh, pitching career. ERA of 228, 2.28. He had a earn run average of 2.28. Uh, he had 94 complete games. I'm not even sure how many games... Uh, he he pitched uh, in total. He had 17 shutouts. So obviously he struck out a lot of people. If you were 228, uh, you know, two, two and a quarter was his ERA, which is is top shelf is is ace of a it's it's the aces of all the aces uh, at two two eight two point two eight. 94 complete games, which never happens now. But again, it's a different time, so we're not going to make too much of that. And then 17 shutouts. Again, I think that's probably pretty impressive. Uh, what would that be uh, about a 25% of his games? If he, yeah, if he, if he, think about this. This, I hadn't even really till I just looked at it. If he, um, if he pitched, well, he pitched much more than 94 games. He just completed 94 games. I would suspect he probably finished most of the games that he pitched, but that's just a guess. But look at this. Of the games that are he, he pitched 94, uh, he had 94 complete games. Let me correct myself. And then he had uh, 17 shutouts. Uh, 
Now, they didn't play near as many games back then, I'm pretty sure. I think I, I want to say they played maybe uh, four, I mean, 40, 30, 40 games. It wasn't more like college baseball than, than uh, MLB is today, 80, was it 82? Uh, cup of coffee brought to you by me. All right. Okay. So uh, let's go over it again. Babe Ruth, 714 home runs, 342 career batting average. That's unbelievable. 228 uh, ERA, 94 complete games, and 17 shutouts. Pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. All right. Let's go to Shoha Otani. Uh, let's see. He's in his rookie season. He hit 22 home runs. Uh, he had a 285, so 100 points. Not quite. Uh, what 70 points difference for his average. So at 22 home runs. Let's say he played. Here's what I want you to do: extrapolate out. If he played 20 years, he had 440 home runs. So. Uh, Babe Ruth averaged 44 home runs, a little under 40, about 42 home runs a year. That's amazing. Now, Otani, 22 home runs, his, his rookie season. Uh, and I, I don't have his, uh, I don't have this year's. I, I missed that I didn't have it. Sorry about that. And I think he had much more than that. I think he may have had like 40 home runs uh, this this year. It was a lot more. Um uh, 285 batting average, uh, and then he had a 331 ERA. So he had 22 home runs to in his first year. Uh, Babe averaged uh, 40, but I think Shohei had 40-ish uh, this last year. Uh, 285 batting average versus a lifetime batting average year after year after year of 342 for Babe Ruth. Uh, 331 ERA. Now that's pitching not a whole game and not getting tired down later on and giving up runs like Babe Ruth would have done. That's pitching five, six innings max and then somebody coming and relieving. He's 331 ERA and Babe is 228. Uh, He struck out 63 batters. Uh... In just 51 innings. Uh, okay, okay, I've got it here. This year he did, I'm sorry. He did have 33 home runs, so he didn't quite hit 40. He did hit more. Uh, he, let's see, he had um, 278, so his batting average actually dropped and his ERA went up. So he went from 331 ERA to 336 from year one to year two. He went up in base in home runs from 22 uh, to what 33, and he went down in ERA or up in ERA from 331 to 336. Uh, so now I, I think to be fair to to Shoha Otani is he's going to get better. He's going to you know he's learning the game. Very few rookies come in and have the year that he had. So. I think, in fairness to him, uh, he's he's definitely going to get better, you know. So that's uh, I think that's something to keep in mind. Uh, so I'm kind of going back and forth. If you were making a chart, pros and cons, 
who's better. Uh, I, I think it's hard. It's really hard to look at Babe and watch him and then watch Shoha or Shohei and uh, think that Babe Ruth is better just because Shohei Otani looks so much better in a uniform, looks so much better, uh, so much more fluid. But I think of that a lot of that is the lifestyle difference. Back then, baseball players partied, not that they don't now, but... I mean, they, they, you know, they'd smoke in the dugout and, or not in the dugout maybe, but the, the uh, clubhouse. And I think some of that still went on in the 70s and 80s. But definitely there was a different emphasis on training, on being in shape, those type of things. So uh, I, I think it's, you know, but I think uh, you can't argue with 228 uh, ERA for Babe Ruth. You can't average with a 342. Uh, average lifetime batting average, 714 home runs, only second to Hank Aaron. Uh, and I don't know how long Hank Aaron played, but I know Babe played 22 years and didn't play, I would suspect, not nearly many as many games as Hank Aaron. But we'll, we'll check into that. So no doubt. Now, again, what causes us to compare the two? The only reason we're comparing the two is because for the first time in 90 years since Babe Ruth, you have a guy who is a very, uh, a very good pitcher and a very accomplished hitter with for power and for average. So, but when I look at this, mm, I don't know. We'll wait and see. But I, I don't know if if Babe Ruth's not still king of the mountain. I love Shoha, but Babe's the Babe, right? He just is. Hey, we're brought to you by MyPillow, MyPillow.com. Thank you so much. I cannot thank you guys enough. We got the report in today. You guys are buying MyPillow. Uh, how do you like the slippers? Aren't they awesome? And then the sheets, are they are just phenomenal. In fact, uh, we're going to order a couple more sets. Um, and, and and then one of the things I got my eye on, uh, and they're, they're on sale right now. I've got that somewhere uh, yeah, if you'll go on MyPillow.com, put in the code word RED, check out the pillow topper, I mean the the mattress toppers. So if your mattress is starting to wear, it's starting to sag in the middle, it's starting to uh, not cool if it's got the cooling technology, go to MyPillow.com, check out the mattress toppers, the two-inch mattress topper, put in the code word RED, and you're going to get that for... It's close to half price. I don't remember exactly, but I remember it caught my eye, and I'm the guy that you know waits for a shirt to get down to ten bucks for a bite. So I'm a cheapskate. So um, mypillow.com. Don't forget use the code word red. If you use that code word red, uh, it's going to take you to a different website. You're going to get the special deals, and you're going to love it. Mypillow.com. Code word red. Get the slippers. Get the Giza Dream Sheets, whatever you do, get the slippers, get the slippers, get the slippers, get the Giza Dream Sheets, and get the uh, topper, the uh, mattress topper. At least, I'm going to get a mattress topper, I'll tell you how it goes. Uh, so, MyPillow.com, uh, the promo code RED. Hey, we're not done with Shoha, Otani, and Babe Ruth. I want to compare size, because I was looking at Shoha, Otani the other day. Uh, on the World Baseball Classic. And man, he is a big dude. 
And so I said, well, how big is Shoha Otani? Well, Shoha Otani is uh, six foot four, weighs 210. He looks bigger than that. He looks a lot bigger than 210. He looks pretty skinny. You would think he'd be pretty skinny, but he doesn't look skinny at all. He's a big guy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess he weighs more like 230. Uh, I just, I don't know. At 6'4", he's got big legs, you know, pretty big guy. He's not a just tall, rangy guy. I, it's hard for me to imagine he's, he's, he's only 210, 6'4". But that's what the stats say, 6'4", uh, 210. And as, um, as uh, what, what uh, oh, Dan Patrick, they ring the bell when they do the uh, height and weight. Uh, now let's let's check out Babe Ruth. Now I told you, Babe, you know, looks um, he looks kind of uh, uh, pudgy, and he looks kind of uh, you know out of shape. But here's the here's the tell of the tape on Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth, six foot two, weighing two fifteen. Now I know players, especially like they're real short. You know, they always round up to six foot and they're five nine. Uh, and so uh, they say Babe six. He was a big guy. I know that for sure. They definitely said he was uh, a big guy. And from, you know, when you look, I never thought of him as being tall. Six two is not super tall, but it's, you know, definitely well above average. Um, but I didn't see him six two two fifteen. I saw him uh, 6'1", maybe 6'2", but 6'6", 6 240, 250. That's what he looked. When you look at him, that's what he looks like he would weigh. 6'2", 215. So both of them, and that may have been in Babe's earlier playing days. Who knows? Uh, so anyway, I found that to be fascinating. Uh, we have the tell of the tape. We have the... Uh, averages as far as our uh, uh, different statistics as far as their uh, babes playing time and then uh, Shoha's uh, playing time or Shohei his playing time as well. Uh, we're going to wrap up tonight uh, right after this message and I got a special little project that I'm, I'm uh, embarking upon. Can't wait, can't wait to tell you about the new feature we're going to do. It's going to be so much fun. Uh, but uh, this this other thing's a little different. I want to try to bring something new to you. If you got any suggestions, you got a subject you'd like for us to cover, uh, drop it in. Uh, we'd Drop it in the notes. Put it in the comments. We would love to hear from you. Don't forget to check me out on uh, Twitter, uh, at Donnie Copeland, or at My Red Pill Sports uh, uh, on Twitter. Uh, on Gab, I'm at Donnie Copeland. At uh, Truth, I'm at Donnie Copeland. Uh, and then on Facebook, I don't have Instagram right now, but I'll, I'll get an Instagram uh, up and running. So thank you so much for supporting us. Thank you for supporting Red River. Thank you for supporting my pillow. And I got an experiment, and then I'm going to close out with a great story about Babe Ruth uh, that I want to I want to close out with tonight. Um, and that is, uh, let me get them here. This is, uh, I'm showing the, the uh, Facebook group uh, guys on the podcast, so forgive me. Uh, this is uh, Pecan Nation. Pecan Nation. It is 
healthy snacking pecans, uh, pecan nation, uh, healthy snacking pecans. Uh, I've got uh, natural flavor, which is my favorite, by the way, and it's just n normal. And then there's the roasted and salted pecans. These things, I got them at Walmart, got them over on the nut aisle. And uh, check this out. I'm, I'm actually doing keto right now. Uh, I did it a while back, lost a lot of weight, gained every bit of it back. So I'm back on it with a different take this time. I'm not doing it to lose weight as much as I'm do I want to lose weight, but I'm doing it uh for health reasons, uh, to uh, not have the insulin resistance uh, leveling. I don't have diabetes or anything like that. I just, for, for health reasons, I'm doing that in intermittent fasting as well. Check out these, and then I got a quick, uh, great story to tell you about what we're doing with the Pecan Nation. All right? Because they don't even know we're doing this. And, and, I, and so you're going to, if you'll help me with this, this will be so much fun. And then you're going to be, if, if you're doing keto or if you're trying to, you know, watch watch what you eat and, and be smart, or you want something good. I'm a snacker. I love to snack. But check out uh, 100, 190 calories uh, per serving. There's five servings in each of these envelopes. They're really cool packaging. I love their branding. It, it looks like a baseball uh, our softball jersey uh, writing. It's really cool for those on the podcast. I'm showing it to the Facebook guys. Now, check out the carbs. And that's what we that are on keto look at. Okay, uh, one serving. There's only five servings. So if you ate the whole thing, uh, there's only, there's only in the whole thing, there's 20 carbs. But there's four carbs per serving. One ounce, and there's uh, uh, five ounces, right? Yeah, five ounces in a bag. Uh, and it's only four carbs. That's not net. So I'm, I'm, I'm going somewhere. Uh, and hang with me. Don't leave me because uh, I'm going to tell you a story about Babe Ruth. But I'm going to tell you what we're going to do with this pecan nation. And you're going to love it. All right. Uh, total carbs, four grams in the salted uh, and, and roasted or in the natural. Four grams. Wait, wait. It gets better. Dietary fiber in each one. Now, this is in all uh, pecans, but these are just phenomenal. They're easy. You don't have to crack them. You don't have to get them from your uncle and him crack them and they got those shells in them. These come in a neat little bag that you can just put in your stand, you know, where you sit or in the cabinet and you just pull them out, grab you a few, get you a Diet Coke and go to town on them. Listen to this. Diet, uh, dietary fiber, three grams. All right. So the way that uh, carbs work is you subtract the dietary fiber from the carbohydrates and you get what they call net carbs. So if you have four carbs per serving, four carbs per serving, three car, uh, grams, uh, yeah, four carbs, four grams of carb, carb, carbohydrate, uh, three grams of fiber, you subtract the fiber from the carbs, one net, one net uh, carb, per serving. There's five servings. You can't eat a whole bag of these. I, I'm a huge eater and I've got, I've, I've had them two nights and I've still got quite a few left. Well, in this one, I got quite a few, not in this one, but uh, for interest of full disclosure. Uh, so you can eat the whole bag. That's the way I think. You can eat the whole bag and it'd be one carb per ounce. 
five total carbs for the whole bag. Man, you can't beat that. You'll, you'll, you'll say, man, I'm glad Donnie told me about that on Red Pill Sports Podcast. Now, here's the fun part before I, tell, I close out with this story about Babe. Here's the fun part what we're going to do. See, I, I, I got these the other night. I ran by, picked up, wanted a snack, but I, I thought, man, I can't. there's nothing out there. I found these. And I'm like, man, that's great, but I bet they're not going to be that good, you know. Uh, they're going to taste kind of weird or, or whatever. And then I looked at the back, and I was like, man, that's great on the carbs. Then I got them home, and I ate them. I was like, man, those were phenomenal. They're very fresh. Had a really good flavor. The roasted ones, and typically they don't even, not a huge roasted peanuts or roasted pecans guy, but I loved them. And I was like, man, you know, it's too good to be true. And so I thought, well, I ought to tell the podcast about those because other people would probably like those. And then it hit me. I said, you know what? I'm going to make uh, Pecan Nation Pecans the unofficial, unofficial, not official, unofficial snack of the Red, Red Pill Sports Podcast. And here's why. I love them, and I want you, uh, and I like snacks, and I'll try to watch my carbs, and so it'll help you, it'll help me, and we'll get the snack, and we won't feel guilty, and uh, we won't gain weight, we'll lose weight, it's going to be so much fun, and then it hit me, I said, you know, these guys don't even know who we are, but here's what's going to happen, we're going to keep growing this podcast, we're going to keep talking about uh, pecan nations, pecans, not because... We want them to pay us because we love the pecans. And you're going to start buying them. I'm going to keep buying them. And they're going to go, man. Uh, and, and then they'll get a note from you. They'll get one from me and says, hey, man, I found out about you on the Red Pill Sports Podcast. That's going to happen enough over a, a certain amount of time that they're going to reach out to us and say, man, we want to we want to be a part. We want to be an, the official snack. And that's what I want you, that's the fun part of this. There are unofficial snack on the Red Pill Sports Podcast, but they're going to become the official snack of the Red Pill Sports Podcast because you and I are going to consume them, eat them, enjoy them, and they're going to go, man, we got to be a part of the Red Pill Sports Podcast. And not only are we going to grow the sponsorships, we're going to grow this audience because you're going to tell people, you're going to like and share it, uh, comment on it, and then share it with your friends at work, and it's going to be great. All right. Uh, so that's the ad experiment. So this last portion is brought to you by the unofficial uh, snack of the Red Pill Sports Podcast, Pecan Nation. Uh, pick them up at your local grocery store. I found them at Walmart. Okay. Now, uh, I want to close out with something I think is phenomenal, and that is... And by the way, I, I'm kind of, it's growing on me. I'm hoping we have a few more grandkids. We have five. I'm hoping we get some more. Uh, probably the way I see it, where if we get one more, two would be, uh, you know, outlier. I think we get one more max. So it's what it is. And if it's a boy, uh, I'm pushing for, I'll never tell them this, but I'm pushing for babe. I love the name. Babe Laufenberg is one of my favorite guys. He is the color guy for with Brad Sham of the Dallas Cowboys Network. Lived in Dallas for 16 years of the area. And uh, listened to Brad and Sham every Sunday. I mean, Brad Sham and Babe Laufenberg. It was Dale Hansen before, but he was so liberal. He was uh, mentally incapacitated. And so uh, 
thank goodness they got Babe Laufenberg. And, and uh, Dale Hansen was phenomenal. He was just, you know, kind of reminds you of uh, who was the guy, Dan Patrick's cohort at ESPN. The guy just lost has lost his mind. Uh, I, I can't even think of his name right now, but it'll, it'll hit me before I leave here. Okay, so here's the story of how Babe Ruth became known as Babe. Babe was actually born George Herman Ruth Jr. in Baltimore, Maryland, 19, uh, 1895. His parents, Kate Schamberger Ruth and George Herman Ruth Sr. Uh, owned a saloon where George Jr. often spent his time. When George was just seven years old, seven years of age, his parents decided to send him to Catholic Reform School where he'd learn to play baseball. It was there that he caught the attention of Brother uh, Matthias, a monk who had served as the school's baseball coach. Uh, and uh, Brother Matthias recognized George's exceptional talent for the game and became his mentor. One day, Brother Matthias uh, brought George to a Baltimore Orioles game and in- introduced him to the team manager, Jack Dunn. Dunn was so impressed with George's skills that he offered him on the spot uh, a position with the uh, Orioles, uh, Orioles minor league team. At that time, George was just 19 and looked much younger than his age. He was shy and quiet, and the older players on the team teased him by calling him Jack's newest babe. Over time, the nickname Babe stuck, and he became known as Babe Ruth. And that's how he became known as the babe. All right, uh, man, we are so thankful for you. Thank you, Red River Auto Group. Thank you, MyPillow.com. Use it. Don't forget to use that code word, uh, promo code RED. And then our new unofficial snack of the, of the Red Pill Sports Podcast Nation. It is Pecan Nation. Oh, and by the way, we have some exciting, exciting merch that we're getting ready to unveil and uh, we'll be talking about that don't forget share like get people uh, send it to your buddies tomorrow hey man you gotta listen to this podcast you you fly into so-and-so tomorrow download this podcast listen to it and we're on all the platforms you can find us on every platform if you have a platform that you like and you couldn't find us on that one drop it uh, in let us know and uh, we'll make sure that we get it on there we we think we're on all of them but uh, if we're not there's, there's probably 70 or 80, and so uh, let us know. Hey, thank you for joining us. Thank you for being here, and we will see you next time. It has been just an honor and a privilege uh, for you to be here on the Red Pill Sports Podcast. I am Donnie Copen, your host, and I'll see you here next Tuesday night.